I'm James Parker, and this is Florida Story. Thank you. You know how I divide Florida into three sections? The top's Deliverance, the middle's Mickey Mouse, and the bottom's Scarface. I'm going to do a story from each one of those zones of Florida today. We're going to start with the Deliverance zone today. I'm going to read you the headline first. Florida man accused of stealing gator from golf course threw it around to teach it a lesson. And as weird as that headline sounds, the real story is far more bizarre. First off, it's not a golf course. It's a miniature golf course. He didn't really steal the gator from the golf course as much as he got in a fight with it and was beating the crap out of it when the cops showed up about 3.20 in the morning. I cannot find out why the guy did this, but the 32-year-old Florida man jumped into the miniature golf course where this little gator lives. The gator's like six feet long. It's not that big. And that's tail and everything, right? So he jumps on it, wrestles with it. In this mugshot, he has scratches on his face. There's like two cuts below his eye. There's a slash across his nose. And there's some sort of scrape on his forehead. He looks a lot like Joe Dirt, except instead of having a mullet, all of his hair is just long, but it's real stringy and thin and blonde. And he does kind of look like an ate-up David Spade. But I can't figure out why he did this. So cops get there. They saw him grab it by the tail, swing it around, hit it on the ground, hit it against an awning, and then tried to throw the live alligator on the roof of a building. So I'm trying to find you more information on this. I go to three different sources. I find... A Facebook post from the Daytona Beach Department of Public Safety, and the cops had put out a photo of this guy. It's 3.20 in the morning. He's wearing what looks like swim trunks. The, The cops got him cuffed. The other cops got a flashlight on him, and the gator is sitting there unrestrained. Doesn't have a leash on it. Doesn't have handcuffs on it. It's not in a cage. It's sitting on the sidewalk watching the cops cuff the guy. And he's not moving. Cops asked him why he was beating up the gator. He said he was teaching it a lesson. That's all I have. That's all I have. Hold my beard. Hold my beard. Hold my beard. All right, for our next Florida story, we're going to go to the Mickey Mouse zone. We're in Orlando at the Orlando Science Center. They have a new exhibit. The world's largest fossilized carnivore poop is now on display. Fossilized poop apparently is a thing. So let's go down this rabbit hole, shall we? First off, the record-setting dump comes from a Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's owned by a private collector. His name is George Franson. And George Franson is the Florida man that is recognized by the Guinness Book of World Records for having the largest collection of coprolites. That's fossilized feces. That's right. There's a proper term for fossilized doo-doo. And this Florida man is the king of fossilized doo-doo. So not only does he own the biggest... He has the most, over 1,277 coprolite samples. Florida man said he was immediately hooked when he came across a sample in a fossil shop as a college freshman. The Miami Herald has called him the king of fossilized feces. And since 2014, he has used his vast collection to start the world's foremost virtual coprolite resource center called the Pooseum. And apparently this Florida man loans his big collection around to museums around the country so people can satiate their desires to see dinosaur poop, I guess. This is his passion. Some people play golf. Some people like to rescue pit bulls. This Florida man, George Franson, fossilized doo-doo. Pooseum.com. It's a thing. It really, it really is. You're welcome. Wait. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. All right, for our next Florida story, we're going to go down to the Scarface Zone down here at Delray Beach. They did a cute little news story on the police department's new initiative to make inroads and friends within the community. 
They have an ice cream truck, and they have it all painted up, and it looks like a real ice cream truck. doesn't say anything about cops on it. But what's going to happen is these are going to roll into the neighborhood. They're going to start playing music, and when the people come up to get ice cream, they're going to give it to them for free. And if you want to sit there and talk to the cop, that's fine. If you don't, you're welcome to take your free ice cream and leave. So it's almost like they're tricking people into thinking there's an ice cream man. And once they're disappointed, it's cops. They're like, no, no, here's some free ice cream. Okay, well, that's good anyway. I mean, I like the idea because I like the idea of free ice cream. I'm not, I don't think it's going to do anything to help with crime. I mean, in the low crime communities, is that what they're doing? The cops are handing out free ice cream to get people to uh, not commit crimes. Is, is that what they do in the low crime neighborhoods? No, it's not what they do. But you and I know Florida is too crazy and too corrupt and too shady and too sketchy. Here's my theory, and you're probably thinking this too. They use the ice cream van as like a reconnaissance vehicle or, you know, to spy on people. You know how they run the little vans where they have someone's house bugged or they're tracking somebody or they're following somebody or they're monitoring someone's house. That's what they use it for. And uh, the community, air quotes, finally one day realized that, hey, if you see that ice cream truck, that's cops over there. And so they couldn't use it anymore. So now what are we going to do? I don't know. Let's go get some Bluebell and hand it out. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. This is Florida. We know better. Hold my beer. Wait. Hold my beer. What? Hold my beer. Hold my beer. What? For our last Florida story, this is just kind of an aside here. Uh, they have a congressman who is being investigated for uh, a sex scandal. And I don't know. He hasn't been charged with a crime. I definitely don't know if he's innocent or guilty. But it's not a good look when you go hire the firm that just represented Jeffrey Epstein and El Chapo. Maybe Look, they're probably great lawyers. I mean, it didn't do a whole lot for Epstein or Chapo, but... That's not a good look. I mean, both of those guys, we just kind of assume we're guilty. And in a state with millions of people, certainly you could find another lawyer of comparable skill that doesn't have those weird stains on it. I, I mean, was George Zimmerman and Casey Anthony's lawyer, were, were they busy? Bill Cosby's lawyer won't return your call. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. This episode of Florida Stories is brought to you by our friends at Mortgage Gumbo. Snap, send, and save.com. Florida Stories is produced by Spring Rock. Follow me on Twitter at Florida Stories J. I'm James Parker, and this is Florida Stories. This is Dwayne Stein, and are you or someone you know tired of those nosy and noisy neighbors? Ditch the rent. Visit Snap, Send, and Save Dad Cam in less than five minutes. You can start your journey to home ownership. It's never been easier. Visit Snapsend and save Dad Cam. It's that easy.